All right, fill in the blank. Perception is, you're allowed to speak. Reality, thank you. Perception is reality. I mean, generally, generally this is true, right? We live in a world where my emotions toward you, uh, my behavior toward you, my thoughts toward you are all based on my perception of you, right or wrong. How many of you have ever felt um, grossly misrepresented in someone else's eyes? Anybody? Anybody ever met somebody and you're like, I, I feel like there's me and then there's the version of me that you see and the distance between these two things is pretty, pretty far off. Um, I felt like this often. Now, have you ever done something that has given somebody an incredibly, terribly wrong picture of who you actually are. Okay, I'm a moron. My wife, if she could get up here, she could probably tell you, I don't know, like 30,000 stories of moments where we left someone's presence and she's like, what, what are you doing? My favorite, um, it happened a few years back. We were in Petoskey, Michigan. It was me and her and our former youth pastor, Kyle. And there's this store in Petoskey that we love, 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 love. It's called American Spoon. Have you guys ever heard of American Spoon? Yay, a couple of you from Michigan know what it is. Uh, one of the best places to go in Michigan. And so um, we have like this like obsession with American Spoon. So we we are in Petoskey, and we see the owner's son. And we're like, it's the owner's son. We got to figure out a way to go talk to him. So we make our way over to go talk to him, and I zone out. My wife and Kyle are talking about God knows what, how, when did you start your business, what do you do, blah, blah, blah. And I am enamored because this man has the most beautiful eyes you have ever seen in your entire life. I, I, I can't even hear him. Just, wah, wah, wah. I'm looking in his eyes and they're talking and then I just bust into the conversation. True story. Like I, they had to tell me the events uh, afterwards and I just bust into the conversation and I just say, I'm sorry, but you have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and in that moment, my wife is kicking me and she's like, end this now. And the guy is like, all right, he's hitting on me. We're going to go the opposite direction. The conversation is all over. And like, had they not interrupted, I probably would have started speaking poetry about, about his eyes. Anyways, but I was like, literally, guys, have you ever seen anything as beautiful? And they're like, Michael, what are you doing? He thinks you're hitting on him. So every year that we go back to Petoskey, I see this guy. I'm always like this. I'm like, put my hand. I'm like, because I'm totally embarrassed. And so there's like, there's what's really going on inside, right? And then there's this whole perception. Like, this guy probably went and told stories of this weird guy from Chicago who was hitting on him, even though his wife was sitting right next door. And, and here's the point. Everything is not always what it seems, right? We have all of these opinions and perceptions, and they're not always reality. For example, you see the bodybuilder, okay? Shredded, ripped, he's lifting weights. But what you don't see, when you pull back the curtain of his heart and his mind and his soul, is a broken man. You drive down the road, you see a $250,000 Bentley with some guy who's got nice clothes, looks like he runs the whole world. What you don't see is a broken marriage. What you don't see is that it's all paid for with debt and interest is accruing with every single day. Things are not always what they seem. Uh, on the positive side, there's your salvation. And so really objectively, truly, in space, time, and history, there was a season when you were curious about spiritual things. And maybe you found yourself in a sermon. Maybe your husband or your wife or your parents dragged you to church. Uh, but you said, you know, I'm going to go. Maybe there was a day where you started asking questions and you went and bought a book. And maybe that book answered some of those questions. There was the day when you made a personal decision. I am going to trust in Jesus Christ. You made a decision. You're going to go get baptized. Like there's this whole spiritual journey. You begin. And then you open up the Bible. 
And the Bible starts telling you that yes, that happened on the surface and those are real and those are true and those are decisions you made. But then the Bible tells you that there's a whole narrative going on behind the scenes that you never knew was happening. What you thought was just your own ideas and your own interests and your own questions was actually God drawing you to himself. And so there's what's happening on the surface. And when you pull back the curtain, there's all of this stuff going on behind the scenes. And the scriptures tell us that God is drawing and saving and giving faith and putting questions in our brain and pushing us toward himself and ultimately revealing to us who Jesus truly is. And did you make that decision to trust in him? You sure did. But at the end of the day, we realized behind the scenes, there were forces greater than you at work. When we open up the scriptures, we see this is true of nations. We watch nations rise. We watch nations, nations fall. And on the surface, we see these beautiful, powerful nations, but then we open up the word of God and the word of God tells us there is something happening behind the scenes. And this issue of perception and reality sets us up for Daniel chapter seven. So do you remember this picture, if you were here with us from Daniel chapter two? If you weren't here with us, what happened is King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, the most powerful man in the entire world, God is drawing him to himself through dreams. And so what God does is he gives him this dream of this enormous and beautiful statue. And he has no idea what it means, so Daniel comes in and gives him an interpretation. The statue has a head of gold, it has a chest of silver, a torso of, of, um, of, of bronze, and legs of iron. And what Daniel proceeds to tell him is that each one of these metals and parts of the body represent future empires that will come. And so Nebuchadnezzar is told the Babylonian empire will not last forever. There will come another empire after you. We now know through history, it's the Medo-Persian empire represented by silver. And then after them came the uh, Grecian empire led by Alexander the Great that represented uh, the bronze. And we finally have the Roman empire, powerful, strong, like iron. What's interesting is that as the um, uh, the nations, the empires go from top to bottom. Um, they get less and less glorious, but more and more powerful. They, 